With Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot, you can give your lawn or garden beds a pop of color and protection. Right now, get a special buy on Scott's Earth Grow Mulch, five bags for just $10. Help your soil retain moisture longer with color that lasts up to 12 months. Shop Memorial Day savings for a special buy on Scott's Earth Grow Mulch. Five bags for just $10 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. everyone, I'm Cheryl Butler, and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. Today's episode is number 332, titled, Five Surefire Ways to Say No to Your Kids. Saying no to your kids can be a challenge, but it's absolutely necessary to teach them right from wrong, help them learn boundaries, and if nothing else, demonstrate that they can't always get their way in life. Sometimes the answer is simply no. It's easier said than done, however. Saying no can often be one of the most difficult things parents have to do. If you waver and your kids learn that your no doesn't really mean no, though, you're going to be setting them up for a very disappointing life. Here are Mighty Mommy's five tips for saying no to your children. Tip number one. Lay the groundwork when things are going smoothly. Depending on your child's age and what the situation might be in which you have to say no, I've had great success by having preemptive conversations at their level in which we discuss things before there's any friction. For example, if you know you're going to take the kids food shopping that afternoon, sit down before you leave for the store and let them know that they'll be going to the store with you. Make it clear that you have a specific list of items that you'll be buying and no extra money in the budget for trying out the latest brand of cereal that they saw on TV. Tell them there won't be any items purchased at the checkout lane either, regardless of how tempting that triple berry bubblegum might look at the time. So, when the colorful cereal aisle beckons, you can simply refer to your earlier conversation and remind them that you agreed there was going to be no food or gum sampling today. Just remember, It's your job to be consistent and stick with the plan, no matter how your four-year-old acts when you gently remind him to put the chocolate bar back at the checkout lane. Tip number two, make no fun with the question game. Often parents have to say no to a request that is harmless, but it's just not feasible. And because our kids aren't afraid to ask for such things, they can ask many times in a short period, making us the bad guy who consistently rejects their pleas. For example, when picking up your kids after school, they may bombard you with the pressure of asking if their friends can come over, even though they know that today you've already made plans to visit Grandma, who hasn't been feeling well. First, you can remind them that today isn't possible because Grandma is looking forward to their visit, and that you can try for another day for next week for a play date. 
But once in the car, you can ask questions such as, if you and Kate could have played after school, what would you have done first? And what would you have made for an after school snack? True, she's not having the play date she requested, and you did have to say no, but you gave a reason it wouldn't work today, and then engaged her in a fun game to get her thinking about what she'll enjoy when her friend and she do get together next week. Tip number three, use it sparingly, not automatically. Having eight kids means I'm asked hundreds of questions a week, sometimes in just a day, by them. When they were younger, the questions I was fielding were simple, such as, can I have soda with my breakfast, or can I wear my new Disney princess pajama set to school today? As they grew into tweens and teens, the content certainly got more trying. Can I stay out until midnight like all my other friends? Or, my friends don't have to help pay for their concert tickets, can't you give me the money for mine? For me, saying no over and over again gets old, and it really doesn't have the same effect if it's rote. That's why I try to reserve the word no for situations that really warrant it. Otherwise, I try to find alternative words to maintain limits, such as maybe another time or let's choose something else. Also, when one of my kids does ask me for something that I think I should consider, I ask them why they want to do this particular activity or why they really need the item that they want me to buy. This way, I'm giving them the opportunity to be heard and not automatically dismissed. For example, my daughter wanted to borrow my new car to attend a friend's graduation ceremony last week. It was being held nearly two hours away from where we live, and she couldn't get there any other way, so she wanted to drive herself. Otherwise, she'd have to piece together rides both ways with people that she didn't really know that well. My first reaction was to say, no way. I've only had my new car for a couple of weeks, and I don't really want you driving it on a long-distance trip. But after I let her explain why it was so important for her to go, I felt good about it, and I was happy to say yes. She's a responsible young adult with a good driving record, so I weighed out the facts, and I allowed her to take my new car. She had a great time, drove back safe and sound, and was very appreciative of the fact that I listened to her reasons for wanting to attend the event before being dismissive with a quick no. Tip number four, turn your no around. Most kids are famous for asking to do something at the most inopportune moment or doing so in front of their friends, thinking that you'll cave into their request. For example, this past weekend, my 10-year-old son wanted to invite one of his friends over for a sleepover and asked me right in front of the kid, which really put me on the spot. Can Jake sleep over tonight, Mom? We already asked his mom, and she said yes. Don't you just love it? Instead of saying, no, not tonight, I said, yes, Jake can sleep over, but not tonight. Dad and I already made plans to go out. How does next Friday night sound instead? This way, it didn't leave much room for argument, but also didn't embarrass him in front of his friend. It's a win-win. Tip number five. Control how you react and don't give in. While it's not always easy to say no, it's also our job as parents to set limits and stand by them. If we cave every time our child pressures us by whining, begging, crying, or carrying on, we send the message that their behavior can dictate our parental decisions. We can't control how our child reacts when we say no, but we can control how we as the adult reacts to their emotional outbursts. Firmly and without emotion, tell your child their behavior isn't going to get them what they want and walk away. After you've walked away, do something to take care of yourself, something that will help you deal with the stress or frustration that you're feeling. I usually head out to my garden for a few minutes and weed 
or I'll go into the kitchen and get a glass of iced tea just to remove myself from the situation. This helps me stay calm and it sends the message to my child that I'm done with the matter and will not be bartering with him for a different outcome. How do you say no to your kids? Share your thoughts with us in the comments section at quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty-mommy. Post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page or you can email me at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com. Also, visit my family-friendly boards at pinterest.com slash mightymommyqdt. And be sure to sign up for the upcoming Mighty Mommy newsletter, chock full of practical advice to make your parenting life easier and more enjoyable. I hope you and your families have a great week, and until next time, happy parenting! Happy parenting!